talking about the Garden of Gethsemane, where our Lord Jesus was betrayed. So grab your Bible and come on and join us. Mrs. Patterson wanted us to see the new bridge that goes over the creek, but I forgot the direction she gave us, so we have to go back. No way, Joey. We're almost to the creek. We'll be there in five minutes. If you turn back now, we'll be going a half hour out of our way. Then we won't have any fun because it will be time to go home for supper. We have to go back, Wolfie. I know, I know, it's all my fault. I was in such a hurry to leave her house after I'd been cleaning all day. I couldn't wait for us to go to the creek and just relax. But my legs are so tired, Joey. We've been on our bike for almost a half hour already. I know, Wolfie. We have to go back. Mrs. Patterson really wanted us to see the bridge. Joey. Mrs. Patterson won't even know that we didn't see it. And if she asks, won't you tell her you forgot her directions? I can't do that, Wolfie. She was so excited about the new bridge. You should have seen her. Let's hurry up and get this over. It's all your fault, Joey. If you hadn't had this grand idea of going all the way back to Mrs. Patterson's house to get these directions, you wouldn't be stuck here with two flat tires and walking. I'm really sorry, Wolfie. Really, I am. I didn't see the broken glass on the road, or I could have warned you to move. Look, we're almost there. Let's just get to the bridge so we can at least tell Mrs. Patterson we saw the new bridge. Come on, Wolfie. Things could be worse. Great. 
Not only did we not get to relax in the sun, we had to go a half hour out of our way, only to be back at the same creek we were only five minutes away from. And at the top of that, our bikes have flat tires and we're soaking wet. I know, Wolfie. Really sorry. I just don't know what to say. Well, you can start by saying how we're going to get home. We can't cross the creek. We're running to that mean dog again. I wonder what the dog was doing out here anyway. Probably lost, just like us. Well, let's think. You think. I'm going to try and dry off my clothes. Whoa, look at that. There it is, the new bridge. I'm sorry I got upset at you, Joey. Look, I got to hand it to you, Joey. After all, you did get us out of this mess. Actually, Wolfie, Mrs. Patterson did. She's the one that directed us to this bridge, which you can't see from the road because all those trees are covering its view. Right, and now we can cross the creek without running into that mean dog again. See, aren't you glad we went all the way back to Mrs. Patterson's house to get her directions? Yep, God really protected us, Joey. If we had gone to that creek earlier like we wanted to, we would have met that dog and not have any idea of how to get past him. Do you all know Maria, my granddaughter? She's visiting us this weekend. Hi. Hi. Hello. Nice to meet you. Okay, Joey, can you say our memory verse today for the boys and girls listening? But first, give me one minute, kids. I just want to ask Mrs. G for a cup of water. My mouth is really dry. Okay, I'm back now. Where were we? Oh, yes, Joey, you were going to say our memory verse. Please go ahead. I'll try, Mr. G. I was working on this all week long. Here it goes. Mark 14:36, And he said, Abba, Father, all things are possible unto thee. Take away this cup from me. Nevertheless, not what I will, but what thou wilt. That was good, Joey. Now, today we'll be talking about what happened in the Garden of Gethsemane. Does anyone know what took place in the Garden of Gethsemane? Rudy, do you know? Um, I'm not so sure, Grandpa. I don't think I've ever heard of the Garden of Gethsemane. That's okay, Rudy. That's why we're here, to learn more and more about God's Word. Wolfie, do you know? I think that was where Christ was praying with his disciples, and then Judas betrayed him with a kiss, and that's all I know. That's good, Wolfie. Let's read a few verses, and each of us can read two verses, starting with verse 32. We'll just go around the room, let's see, starting with Rudy. Okay, Grandpa. Mark 14, verses 32 and 33 reads, And they came to a place which was named Gethsemane, and he saith to his disciples, Sit ye here, while I shall pray. And he taketh with him Peter and James and John, and began to be sore amazed, and to be very heavy. All right. Mark 14, verses 34 and 35 say, And saith unto them, My soul is exceeding sorrowful unto death. Tear ye here and watch. And he went forward a little and fell on the ground and prayed that, if it were possible, the hour might pass from him. 
Let's see. Mark fourteen thirty six and thirty seven, and he said, Abba, Father, all things are possible unto thee. Take away this cup from me. Nevertheless, not what I will, but what thou wilt. And he cometh and findeth them sleeping, and saith unto Peter, Simon, Sleepest thou? Couldest not thou watch one hour? Um, where am I supposed to read to, Grandpa? Why don't you read verses thirty-eight and thirty-nine? Okay, Mark fourteen, verse thirty-eight to thirty-nine. Watch ye and pray, lest ye enter into temptation. The spirit truly is ready, but the flesh is weak. And again he went away and prayed and spake the same words. And I'll read verses forty down to verse forty-two of Mark fourteen. And when he returned, he found them asleep again. For their eyes were heavy, neither wist they what to answer him. And he cometh a third time and saith unto them, Sleep on now and take your rest. It is enough. The hour is come. Behold, the Son of Man is betrayed into the hands of sinners. Rise up, let us go. Lo, he that betrayeth me is at hand. So here we have Jesus who came to the Garden of Gethsemane with his disciples to pray. And there, as he was praying, we see the anguish Christ was going through because Jesus was actually already experiencing the full wrath of God. If we turn to Luke twenty-two forty-four, it says, "And being in an agony, he prayed more earnestly, and his sweat was as it were great drops of blood falling down to the ground." What does Gethsemane mean, Grandpa? That's a good question, Maria. In Hebrew, Gethsemane means wine press. And what do you think about when we think of a wine press? I'm not sure. Well, in order to make wine, you have to squeeze all the juice out from the grapes. So they put grapes in some sort of press, and throughout history, people would crush the grapes with their feet, squeezing all the juice from the grapes. The juice would drip into a large container below. So spiritually speaking, Christ was being crushed in the wine press of God's wrath. We notice from verse thirty-eight that Christ is telling the disciples, "Watch ye and pray, lest ye enter into temptation." And we know from the three other gospels, Matthew, Luke, and John, that Christ actually told them to pray. Three times, while he himself was praying to God the Father, three times. Why did God say in verse thirty-six, "Father, all things are possible unto thee. Take away this cup from me. Nevertheless, not what I will, but what thou wilt." Well, the cup that Jesus was referring to is a spiritual cup, Wolfie. It wasn't that Christ was actually holding a cup in his hand, but again. Christ was drinking the full wrath of God that is not watered down or diluted. He was enduring hell for His people, so that they will escape hell. In fact, all those who are not saved will be forced to drink the cup of God's wrath, beginning on the last day. We read about that in Revelation fourteen ten, speaking about all those who are unsaved. The same shall drink 
of the wine of the wrath of God, which is poured out without mixture into the cup of his indignation, and he shall be tormented with fire and brimstone in the presence of the holy angels and in the presence of the Lamb. But why did Jesus ask his father for the cup to be taken away? Jesus did not want to drink the cup of the wrath of God, but even though he did not want to drink it, he says, Nevertheless, not what I will, but what thou wilt. Jesus wanted to fully obey the will of God regardless of what he had to suffer. And Jesus wasn't even laid with any sins of his own. He was laden with the sins of all those who are the elect or chosen of God. Let's listen to Miss Smith read the words and then sing a hymn called My Jesus as Thou Wilt. My Jesus as Thou Wilt, O may Thy will be mine. Into Thy hand of love I would my all resign. Through sorrow or through joy, conduct me as Thine own, and help me still to say, My Lord, Thy will be done. My Jesus, as Thou wilt, though seen through many a tear, let not my star of hope grow dim or disappear, since Thou on earth hast wept and sorrowed oft alone, if I must weep with Thee, my Lord, Thy will be done. My Jesus, as Thou wilt, all shall be well for me. Each changing future scene I gladly trust with Thee. Straight to my home above I travel calmly on and sing in life or death, My Lord, Thy will be done. Amen.
I don't like how you always talk about being chosen. Why did God only choose some people? Why can't everybody just be saved? Well, I wish that were the case, but it's not, Rudy. If everyone could be saved, then there would be no hell at all. And God clearly tells us in Romans 9 that he made some vessels to honor and some to dishonor. The Bible tells that God is the potter and we are the clay. And God has the power to do with us as he pleases. Maybe we can spend more time on this very important subject in another lesson. And with that, we'll have to say goodbye. We hope you enjoyed our program today. If you have any questions or comments, please write to Treasures from the Bible and outreach at Bible Ministries International. You can write in Care Family Radio, Oakland, California, 94621 USA. Today's program was 093 and is entitled An Important Lesson. May God richly bless you with His salvation. Thanks for listening, and be sure to tune in next week when we'll learn something new from the Bible. Bye-bye.